0: It wasn't perfect. There's a ton of things that we got to get cleaned up. Um, but but certainly certainly that's something that we got to clean up. We got a lot of things we got to clean up, but still a lot of things we got to clean up. We, we got a lot of we got a lot of stuff to clean up in a short period of time. We got a lot of things we got to clean up, but cleaned up. We got a lot of stuff to clean up. Got to clean up. We clean up. Hey, what's going on? Who that nation? It is yours truly, TJ Jones, and yes, I am the host of the State of the Saints podcast. Thank you so much for checking out the State of the Saints podcast, where we talk New Orleans Saints. And as you can see, if you're actually watching this on YouTube right now, I'm not on camera, Um, so you know what that means. That means that it is just me and the Packing Man, (laughs) and uh some of y'all already know you know he's extremely active you know if you ever had a toddler that's three years old you can't just tell him that he's doing a podcast all right he got to make himself an appearance and you know how it goes man but thank y'all so much for being a part of the state of the saints podcast where we talk new Orleans saints Shouts out to everybody in the chat Shouts out to everybody that's listening no matter if you're on your way home because it is about five o'clock central time six o'clock out here in south carolina so if you're driving home if you're coming from work and you're hitting the gym no matter what you're doing i appreciate you much love to you and um let's go ahead and talk about let's go ahead and talk about um the new orleans saints let's talk about the new orleans saints having an opportunity to win the nfc south in spite of starting with a record of two and five now we've had shows in the past where we talked about the saints and a lot of us wrote them off for dead all right some of us are still optimistic and as long as you know these other teams continue to shoot themselves in the foot there's still a chance there's still a chance and I guess it starts it starts with the leadership um Demario Davis and I apologize I don't have this clip should have probably uploaded before the show started but demario davis gave a very heartfelt speech in his last interview talking about turning the season around and how you know it's up to him and it's up to cam jordan as leaders of the team to galvanize this team to do something that is unprecedented now i must admit if you listen to demario davis i mean if you don't feel like running through a wall after you're done talking or hearing this dude hearing this dude at all like you need to check your pulse because demario davis that man can that man can make can make the dead rise you know what i'm saying And, and be active you know like that's how much energy that this dude actually brings to be honest with you yeah and you know if demario davis was coaching my team maybe maybe i would have confidence in the new orleans saints but as long as Dennis Allen, Captain Clean of himself, is the head coach of the New Orleans Saints, I am very skeptical. Now, I believe in this team. I feel like if they can put it all together, out of the four teams in the NFC South, I feel like the Saints have what it takes. Based on the talent, based on you know the guys that have been in there, I feel like they can weather the storm before all those other teams. Atlanta. They kind of exceeding expectations, but they still Atlanta. And then you have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers who uh, are clearly seeing that Tom Brady has finally lost the battle of attrition. And, of course, the Carolina Panthers are going to continue to play hard. Got the best defense in the South right now. But the New Orleans Saints, if they can put it all together, they can make a run. But like I said, Dennis Allen is the head coach of this team. All right. And this guy can't motivate anybody, in my opinion. I mean, he bought, He got the the charisma of a of a wet bag right now. I'm not saying that this is who he is. I don't know him behind the scenes, but everything that I see, I don't see confidence. Right? I see when they win, a guy that's going to the podium like I would go to the podium if if I was coaching the Saints. Right? Yeah, man, we won. All right, man. I told y'all we was gonna be feisty. We was gonna be gritty. But of course, he's just like me, and the Saints lost. Right? uh you know we we done some good things and uh the defense they played really well and you know there's some things we got to clean up you know like he like is 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 no in between like you know i like when you have a leader you're supposed to be able to look in his eyes and say man i know it look rough right now but this guy gonna get us through but when he has the enthusiasm like it's all dejected like the the last game that the Saints lost I must admit Dennis Allen looked Dennis Allen looked depressed he looked depressed he looked like he didn't have the answer he looked like he was sway. he didn't have the answers that that's what it looked like that's what he looked like to me he looked like a guy that was lost he looked like a guy who was deer in headlights and it seemed like a guy who felt like he had everything together but he realized that he didn't I don't know about y'all, but a lot of you, I just feel like the reason why you're so confident in this team and you feel like this team can actually turn it around has very little to do with Dennis Allen and everything to do with the past. But I hate to be the bear of bad news with that nation. I really do. And I I feel like I've been kind of negative, but I got to call it for how I see it. Sean Payton is not the head coach of this team anymore. He is not. Some of the things that the Saints did in years past, we got to suspend that out of our mind because that was not a Dennis Allen-led team. That was a Sean Payton-led team. And maybe when Sean Payton goes to the podium, he says, I'm going to clean something up, and you you start to see a little bit of a cleanup. But with this, it just sounds like it's the same thing over and over again. So as far as I'm concerned, like I, I feel like as a team, they can they can pull it together, but do I feel like they have what it takes based on what I've seen from the coaching staff and the energy and the enthusiasm and wins and losses? I have to say i I'm not too sure about that now, anybody that follows the state of the Saints podcast, I said, and I will make it very, very clear because sometimes people kind of hop in in the middle of a show and then they just automatically just hit me talking, and that probably the first five minutes I'm putting it into context but you're quick to try to go to the comments talking about i said this that and third all i'm saying is is very very simple all right i will i will be willing to change my mind right but as of right now i am very skeptical i will look i will gladly eat crow if i'm wrong i have no problem with saying that i'm wrong but right now i don't know what you all see i don't know what you see that will give you any level of confidence in this dude so as long as that's the case i'm very very skeptical man yeah i mean i'm just i'm I'm just very skeptical man I, and like i said I, I don't like being negative like i, I know they got some pot they got some positive points about this team but can they get it out of these guys what's up pac man love you yeah pac-man in and out the room He's not in here right now uh da needs to take over running the defense what <laughs> field guy do you realize he is running the defense and that's one of the biggest issues that we have here field guy is the fact that a lot of people feel like he's putting too much into the defense or he's being spread way too thin so that's the reason why the defense has taken a step back. And I I think there's some validity behind that because if you look, and it's crazy because just like the Saints earlier in the season were playing really good defensively, Tampa Bay was doing the same thing. And as you can see, like it kind of sputtering off, like they're not playing up the snuff. They're allowing uh, teams to be able to rush against them, something that they haven't done in the past things they were able to do defensively you know as far as like you know making stops their defense has taken a step back I think there's some validity behind guys who have been defensive coordinators like a Dennis Allen like a Todd Bowles they can get spread a little bit too thin and it starts to be noticed now I am a firm believer that Dennis Allen needs to relinquish the defensive play calling duties and, and give it to you know guys like Chris richard guys like Ryan Nielsen, like th- those are your your defensive coordinators, right? So why don't you focus on giving those guys that duty, and you focus on the overall, you know, trajectory and and direction of the team? Because right now the team needs you as a head coach, they need you. So you might need to like you know relinquish that because it seemed like for the last couple of weeks you've been getting spread too thin, especially when you've been calling, you've been calling the game on daddy duty of course always only thing da needs to run is run out of the city (laughs) good one let's see uh first service 20 dollars off i don't know what we're talking about here i guess somebody plugging something feel free to do so i'm not one of those people that 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 hate okay if you got something that that you need to plug feel free to do so man i'm not one of those people as long as you ain't plugging nothing that's illegal you know what I'm saying? If you plug in something illegal, please don't do it on the channel. All right. And I expect my moderators to, you know, do what they need to do. But it, I, I'm not like one of those people. If, if you got something that you need to promote, like if you're watching this right now and you got a service that you want to promote, you know what I'm saying? You might have a fish fry uh stand or something. You know, you might want to you know, be cooking beignets out the kitchen. You know, like whatever you got going, like just, you know, let us know. I'm not I'm not one of those people, man. Feel free to do it all right uh let's see underhill went in on that uh, da speech uh or demario davis speech during da's press conference uh are we talking about are we talk about him going in on a on a uh, post that post game press conference about um you know what he said on thursday yeah one podcast said the mario uh, speech was scripted and prepared i don't know nah, no i don't believe that i don't believe that like the mario the mario doesn't strike me as one of them people that's disingenuous i feel like that dude like i feel like that dude like dead serious about everything that he says i think he believes and what he what he says i I don't feel like that's scripted the dude it it just comes a time in in your life or you pass people that you can almost see like an anointing in them you know like some people probably not really into religion and god or whatever like that that's your preference i ain't trying to stop you from believing whatever but it is certain people that you meet that you feel like have that has that anointing like you just have this they they have this aura about them you know what i'm saying like they they're not perfect because none of us are let's let's make that very very clear okay there are some really good people out here yeah they make mistakes and all that kind of stuff but they still genuine people it, it's certain people that you you pass and those individuals you can just feel something on them you know like the positive light on them and demario davis is, is one of those people so i, I don't believe that his piece was uh scripted at all i don't feel like there was nothing disingenuous about that uh when demario spoke part of me wanted to go wwe or AEW. <laughs> not nah, it, it's just it is you know it, it's not even so much he be yelling and screaming like the words that he says like he says on with like so much so much like validity you know what i'm saying like so much positive positivity like you're like okay man like man this dude like this dude here man you like i can see why he the leader of the team tj the reason i feel if we can't just make the playoffs is reset a new season any given sunday other teams can fall just think how the giants won with a weak record just hold on my brother well uh time ta- Tanya, yeah, I agree with you on that. We've seen teams in the past. We've seen teams in the past get hot, right? I mean, even that 2020 Buccaneers team, they took a bye week and they didn't lose a game after that. I mean, sometimes teams get hot. And like I said, I'm not look, my skepticism has nothing to do with these players at all. But my skepticism has everything to do with Dennis Allen, the conservative play calling. The lack of aggression, the lack of oomph. You know, like it, it comes a time when you gotta make a tough decision. And that decision may decide the way the game has been going. And I just think I, I see when I when I see play calling, I, I see fetal position, I see ducked cover, you know, like I feel like that that's that's the approach that we have, right? It's like, oh, I'm about to punch this dude in the jaw, but he about Three, four inches taller than me, and I weigh me about 100 pounds. But I'm gonna get this good shot in, and then I'm gonna fold up in a fetal position, you know, to absorb these blows. That's kind of like how it is. Like, if the Saints come out there, they might get a little 10 point lead. You don't see aggression, you just see a team like trying to hold on to that lead with everything that they have. It is no man, we about to go out here. Okay, we got this lead. All right, y'all think we done. All right, you know what I'm saying? Not only am I going to knock you down. I'm going to kick you, you know what I'm saying, until I'm satisfied with the blows. That That's that's what teams need to be about. And it, like I said, this team is, like, they too careful for me. So, like I said, my my thoughts and my views have absolutely nothing. Let me make this clear who that nation, nothing to do with these players and everything to do with this coaching staff. Hey, I'm through that. He almost crushed his hand in the door let's see uh what's up tj and who that fam uh let's see uh no it wouldn't uh but uh would be harder to deal uh, i guess we're having conversations inside the chat i apologize i ain't really uh let's see Demario mario once motivated us to get right up uh out of our graves uh thank you for giving us life Demario. mario we owe you for that says the dead <laughs> let's see uh paul parker says carolina is ahead of the saints and i do not trust dennis allen to turn it around that's that's just my like it all starts and finishes with dennis allen uh keep doing what you're doing uh that was the moment i lost all faith in dennis allen as a head coach he's clueless yeah bad choice of words right there i, I see where he was going he's a player's coach so he wasn't trying to throw the guy under the bus i get all that but sometimes you got to call a spade a spade man he was not playing well and by you just saying keep on doing what you're doing like we hope not so if he if he keep on doing what he's doing that mean he about to throw two more pick sixes hey i digress uh he gotta take a look at the film first hmm, man you ain't gotta look at the film to know this team sucks right now let's see i will say uh the mario davis pre-game huddles make me want to uh look for pads and get in the game you you know they got some people out there that got a problem with the Mario Davis being in a huddle now they're talking about well that was a Drew Brees thing well guess what once again Drew Brees isn't here all right and the captain of the team along with Cam Jordan is the Mario Davis and I don't have a problem with that I don't have a problem with that at all like I understand the superstition of some people like man well since he been doing it ain't been winning nothing look (laughs) they ain't got nothing to do with uh the mario davis at all okay i mean look i think that he he does a really good job i think he's well respected and he deserves to be in the center of that huddle let's see uh what i didn't like is he said dalton played good and was going to let him do his thing yeah i think I, I think that rubbed a lot of people the wrong way and they've, they've had I, I must admit i got to give credit what credit is due there's been a lot of uh, media people that have been talking about that and talking about how they were disgusted by it. So I got to give them props, but the main person I'm going to give props to is Catherine Terrell. Catherine Terrell is not afraid no matter what the situation is to ask the tough questions. Right. And I have a lot of respect for that. Not to say that uh, other reporters don't, they, you know, they they do their thing as well. But Catherine Terrell, I feel like Thursday like you know, like she she really asks the tough questions, and she always does. She doesn't just ask the little softball questions she she asks the question that I think a lot of people want to know. And and I got a, I got a lot of respect for that. Uh had that been me, I give DA a chair shot to the head. <laughs> hey man, it's not 2000 no more. We can't give chair shots to the head. We gotta give a uh chair shots to the back. <laughs> Carl Grandison needs to get start over Marcus Davenport to light fire on the butt. Derek, uh Look, I just think that this whole, for the exception of Cam Jordan, this whole defensive line sucks. Like Marcus Davenport. Look, I, look, I sympathize for the guy's shoulder injury, back injury, knee injury. You know, like uh, what Liz Frank injury, amputated hand. You know, finger, I should say. Look, this dude has really been going through a lot. But here's the reality, man. I, I'm look. They're not very good they're not very good and like i could be wrong like davenport can go somewhere and be a star like he can leave and he can be to a point where we mad watching marcus davenport live up to his true potential but that's a risk i'm willing to take how many years are you going to give this good opportunities only for him not to show up seriously man like we can talk about all his athleticism and freakish of strength and pushing guys back and we can go ahead and put You know, like little video footage to make him look like you know he's a super villain on one of the Marvel movies. But when it comes to production, when it comes to getting the quarterback on the ground, when it comes to actually getting schemed against, he leaves a lot to be desired. And Peyton Turner, he got he got hurt in college, he had hurt in the pros. What a surprise! Neither one of these guys, in my opinion, are going to be able to live up to the expectations that Cam Jordan put out here cam jordan should be settling down in his career he should be like basically taking victory laps as one of the best new orleans Saints to ever play on the team like this what that's what he needs to be at 32 years old in his career and i'm not saying that he shouldn't be productive but he shouldn't be the reason you know like when michael strahan was playing with the giants right you had uh kathias kiwanuka and you had jason pierre paul and you know what i'm saying you you had like you know like you you had guys that were stepping up and he was able to kind of do his own thing right you had justin tuck right you know like you had guys you know what i'm saying like what michael strahan can kind of just you know add to his legacy build up on his hall of fame resume and the young dogs was eating that's what the way it should be with cam jordan but i mean guys getting pushed back dude you know what i'm saying like ain't got no type of like swim move no type of spin move no nothing like how about calling up aaron Donald or something hey man can i work out with you in the offseason you know one of these classic pads i think bruce smith the legendary bruce smith who probably have he has more sacks than anybody in nfl history i think he might be able to work with you like they got somebody out there that can teach these dudes something like all they know is bull rush now Trey Hendrickson has made a bunch of money on that bull rush. He ain't got too many moves, but that boy right there can move, man. You know what i like that, that, boy, that boy is a beast. But how about working with some guys in the offseason that can teach you some techniques? You know what I'm saying? Like, how about that? But I don't know, man. I'm over these dudes. Like, I, I'm not waiting no more. They got to have some – look, it's rather you got to go through the draft or you got to make a trade. You you got to be able to make a trade right now. Like, man, I'm, I'm talking about Bradley Chubb. People want to call him a bust. You can call him wherever you want. I call him five and a half sacks right now. He has more sacks than anybody on the Saints team right now, including Peyton Turner and Marcus Davenport. So in my opinion, I mean, I would trade. I would try to trade or I definitely wouldn't be signing back Marcus Davenport. I'll be trying to trade him or I'll be trying to like find some other, find some other guy. It's just that simple. It 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 just it just you know it is what it is. Like waiting on guys to be able to, you know, develop and you know, what I'm saying start getting sacks Like we like eight games into the season right now. This is what game number eight, and you still ain't got no sack. Come on, man. Like it's rather a beast. You you rather you're a beast or you not? It's rather you got it or you don't nah don't blame the coaches blame the quarterback no i'm blaming the coaches all right i'm blaming i'm blaming the coaches for the for the conservative play calling uh carolina took a jv team and knocked off the bucks also their replacement coach had the panthers ready to play whatever the panthers were drinking we need some of that soon yeah yeah they were drinking (laughs) they were drinking that uh that non Matt Rule alcoholic beverage. That's what they was doing. They look, they did not like Matt Rule. They didn't like that guy. And you can tell. You can tell the way that they responded. They got a lot of respect for Steve Wilkes and they have zero respect for Matt Rule. And if you don't believe me, check out that 49er game. Tell me that's not a team that quit. But I got a lot of respect for Carolina. I'm I ain't gonna lie to y'all. Because Carolina, despite the situation, they it's they always seem to like rise up against no pun intended. But they always seen to rise up against teams like the Falcons and the Saints, you know, like and, and the Bucks in their division. And right now, they're undefeated in the division, so they they have just as much of a chance as the Saints. Now, I don't know if PJ Walker can replicate what he did last week, but if they can keep keep it going, man, they can be right there in the thick of things right now. They already got a win over the Saints and a win over the Bucks, so you know it's it, it, it's in their reach as well. Uh, pipe dream las vegas Raiders game makes da uh finally figure out how to coach winston healthy and throw five touchdowns look i hope you're right i mean that's not even worth a bishop Bowen, right I, I hope you're right i hope you're right the main issue with the defense is the interior lineman davenport is a bust peyton turner as well look i i don't know what's missing like i said i, I don't know but there's a it's it just they they gotta man they gotta blow that thing up. Yeah, I said it. They they gotta blow this thing up seriously. Like I'm not look. You can talk about Davenport's upside all day, all night, but we boy about five years into this thing, and I I ain't seen much. Right? I mean, I ain't seen much. So why are you, you, you gonna keep on living off potential until what year ten? I am not. I am not. Look, I like Davenport. I really do but i'm not signing him back i'm not i'm not i'm letting him test the free agent market oh i'm trying to trade him right now for them teams that probably feel like he 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 legit you know oh i can work with him i can do something with him have at it but i'm i'm over it man i'm over it uh you think oh we should go after sue again i mean i don't see why not i mean if he's still out there and he in relatively good shape can't be any worse than what the interior linemen have been right? So i say why not see if he'd be willing to come on remember florida with eight and eight fired gotta love the nfl mm. uh how are y'all doing and what they call out there <laughs> let's see sue would be a great addition peyton turner is either a healthy scratch or mia during the game i mean the thing about it is you don't know if he hurt or not because the production is pretty much the same DA needs some spicy gumbo to give him some fire. Yeah, I mean Peyton Turner at this particular point just kind of strikes me as a guy that just happy he made it to the league. I see him on the sideline. Like, I don't see like I, I don't know, man. He- it just seems like he just happy to be out there. You know, I'm seeing him on the sidelines smiling and stuff like that. That's cool, man. You know, you smile with your teammate having a good time. But how about show up to the game? Uh, should we trade for a defensive lineman or safety? Yep. Yeah, we sure should. See, people are looking, people are looking for like you can't, uh, you can't have it both ways. You can't have it on one hand saying, "Oh, the Saints still got a chance," and then all of a sudden getting mad if they try to fight for that chance that they have. Because I see people like, "Man, they still got a chance to make the playoffs," and then when I put something like the Saints should go after Bradley Chubb, oh man, I don't know about that right there. What about the draft? We ain't talking about that, right? We trying to win, okay? You two and five, you still one game out of the division lead. Aren't you going to try to go do everything that you can to try to win a division? So why the heck not? Why not try to add to it? I'm just saying we talking about what's going on in the secondary, but let's just be real about this folks. When your front can't get any pressure on the quarterback and he has all day to throw the ball. How much coverage do you think these dudes should be able to do? Right? You know what I'm saying? A lot of the sacks that the Saints have be coverage sacks. If you want to be real, it's because the, it's because the secondary, has been fouling these wide receivers. The quarterback can't find anybody open, and he goes down. It is very rare that you're seeing these guys just kind of bust through the line with a swim move or something like that in order to get the sack. The secondary is so bad right now, it's because the defensive front can't get any pressure. I mean, they got to help out each other. They got to be able to cover, and the front the front, got to be able to attack. And if with the front not attacking, how do you think the secondary going to look? It, it's just that simple, man. I, I don't see it. And we can talk about like some of the players that that, that played, you know, I mean the quarterbacks that they play, like Tom Brady got the ball out of his hand pretty quick. Right. You know, uh Joe Burrow, same thing. But when it looked like when Kyler Murray, like he holding the ball forever. You know, Baker Mayfield holding the ball forever. And y'all still not getting home. So look, they need to fix this, they need to fix this line. That's what they need to do, man that's what they need to do they need to fix this line and not be trying to wait on guys for the light to come on for them and all that other stuff like we need them dogs to be hunting right now uh DAE chicken wings with a knife and a fork <laughs> uh giants had a crazy d line exactly and that's the way it should be you know that's the way it should be but man they've been they've been swinging and missing over the last couple of years uh Peyton Turner and Davenport were not uh the best first round picks could have got uh players of that caliber in the third round yeah you know man instead of like looking for a certain type like both of these guys are like six 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 seven about 275 280 pounds I get the whole wingspan dynamic but you know like it's man all these injuries that these dudes sustained and y'all still trying to go out here and get them I I mean I, I haven't seen what Sean Payton and Mickey Loomis saw in Peyton Turner yet. Yeah. Like, I mean, he, I think I one play I, I think I seen him to make. You know, that probably was a play where he stopped. I want to say, I don't know if it was McCaffrey or somebody else in the backfield, but you know, that's probably the only play I seen him make. And then he had a sack, I think, last year uh versus the uh Panthers. And I mean, the fact that I have to go back last year to talk about a play he made. I feel like Loomis holds it against Sue for choosing the Bucks over us a few years ago. Well, if he do if he does that then he's an idiot. I'm not saying that Mickey Loomis is an idiot. I'm saying if he does that then he is an idiot, all right? And I don't think that he's doing that. Look, these guys want to win at the end of the day, Jay bags. They're not trying to hold grudges and they're not trying to sit up here and trying to fight people and all that kind of stuff there. Look, these do and as far as these players, they don't care I mean, did y'all not see Devontae Freeman come to Saints camp? I mean, and him and Sean Payton got into it on the sidelines, right? You know, the whole, whole, you know, holding his neck thing, Sean Payton. These guys don't care about, oh, man, look, man, he got mad at me in 2020. And threw. I ain't about to sign him. I'm like, no, man, these guys want to win. And if they feel like you have what it takes to help them win, they're going to get you. Can't trade Michael Thomas yeah that's the reason why honestly I-, I didn't mention that okay at this particular point and shout out to everybody here if you don't know that the saints can't trade michael thomas i, I just encourage you to go check out my guy matt muscone all right there's there's a video out right now that's available him breaking down each high price player on the saints team and their salary and what will happen if they trade him all right because I'm I'm saying this because I'm doing I'm basically doing a public service uh, service right now, because if you're still hollowing out like Trey Michael Thomas, like people looking at you sideways and I don't want anybody to be looked at sideways. Right. I, I don't want you to be looked at sideways. I want you to be able to be informed. I appreciate you for being here, you know, uh, being a part of State of Saints podcast, but I don't want you to have you out here at the barbershops talking to your friends, uh, talking to your enemies you know about trading michael thomas and not understanding the ramifications of that all right so please pretty please take a moment i think the video may be like 10 minutes long best 10 minutes you're probably gonna spend because he breaks it down the way that it should be broken down and letting you know why it would be a bad idea to trade guys like michael thomas uh if they haven't learned yet to develop some pass rushing moves they ain't never gonna make it well, that's the truth, Sidney. And that's that's my whole point. It's rather you got it or you don't. And if you don't have it, then time to move on. Justin Evans is a liability and coverage. Chris Harris can be effective in a slot only. Look, I'm not gonna blame Justin Evans, man, LJ, because here's the reality. Dude is a, a slot slash safety, and he was playing on the outside. Has no business playing on the outside. But due to the injuries, due to paulson the Debo being out, Bradley roby uh being out, now he's on IR, right? They were in the middle of a game. They only had a handful of uh, cornerbacks and safeties. And you had Arizona who was playing 11 personnel. That means like three wide receivers out there. You know what I'm saying? So basically what they were trying to do is spread the Saints out, play a lot of man-to-man coverage. Who you think is going to win that man-to-man matchup is most of the guy the guy that he's lined up against. Them. I'm talking the receiver. is lined up against a guy who normally plays in the slot or plays in zone coverage or certain packages. Not really a man-to-man guy. What do you think is going to happen? So I'm not going to blame Justin Evans for being out of position because that's not a position he's comfortable with. And I'm pretty sure the Saints aren't comfortable with having him out there, but it was a means to an end at the time. You know, Justin Evans is not the best uh, safety or nickel corner I've ever seen. I will give you that, LJ. But the guy battles hard. He's probably one of the best tacklers out there. I know that's not saying much because for some some apparent reason, um, the Saints have uh, became some of the best flag football players that you ever seen you know what i'm saying grabbing at the waist but you know i'm gonna give him a, i'm gonna give him a little bit of a break because based on all the injuries that the saints have had i doubt if he was be getting this much playing time if everybody was intact the way they was sh- it it should have been you know i, I guarantee like he he'll, he'll have some snaps now but i don't think you would have such a high percentage of snaps if they didn't have all these injuries so i'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt Because Loomis uh makes great trades. Somebody, you know, look, I'm I'm not saying that he does, but I'm kind of dialed in and focused on other things. If you can think of a a trade that (laughs) that Mickey Loomis has made, uh that, that sticks that sticks out to you, uh just let me know. All right. I can't think of anybody right now off the top of my head. I guess you can say Jonathan Velma, maybe, you know, like. Somebody like that, but let's let's make it a little bit more interesting. How about in season trades? How about in season trades? All right. And I, I guess, you know, I guess based on his track record, you can you can use you can use all season trades too. That, that'll make it more fun. That'll make it more fun. Uh let's see. Roby on IR. We got 215 people watching this right now. Please hit the like button, folks. Please hit the like button. Uh Roby on IR, yep, he definitely is. Uh, Leroy Glover. Um, I don't think I don't think Leroy Glover. I I don't know, I don't know what we're talking about here. I know, I maybe I didn't reach that part of it. I don't know exactly why you're saying Leroy Glover. I know it can't have something to do with that trade thing because I'm up towards the top, so I don't know why. Why were you saying uh, Leroy Glover? Mike T is untradeable, either is healthy or a contract pick one. Uh, not that we should anyway. I don't agree with that. Yeah, me neither. Let's see, yeah, true whoa well, now hit the like button contracts will make it hard to trade Mike t big cap hit there yeah that's why i was telling people please go to Mad muscona Mad muscona will break it down for you and and make it very simplistic for those that may not understand salary caps and all that kind of stuff there i'm not the i'm not the most knowledgeable person when it comes to contracts and salaries and all that kind of stuff either but i mean i you know I know what, like certain contracts entail and about, you know, dead cap hits and stuff, but as far as the verbiage of contracts, I'm not too good at that. I say while this Robbie is on injury reserve, is Jackrabbit available? If Roby a cornerback on injury reserve, why the hell are we riding? I mean, we getting a wide <laughs> receiver Key Kirkwood. Uh, don't you think we ought to get a cornerback? Well, while this is the reality, uh Key Kirkwood only got cut. I only got waived last week because the Saints needed certain personnel for the game. So Key Kirkwood has made some plays in the Saints uniform, right? I mean, I got to give him credit for that. Uh, as far as uh, uh, getting another cornerback, I definitely agree with you. Uh, Jack Rabbit Jenkins definitely would be somebody that I would be interested in. But I will say this, uh, smoking weed on live. I don't think it's gonna help you be able to get back into the National Football League. I'm, I'm just saying, I like Jenora Jenkins, but I don't know about that, man. You know, like you got, I will assume that you have to pass a drug test in order for you to get back on the team and and smoking weed on, on Instagram live is it won't help you cause. But yeah, I mean I, I think that I think that he would be a good addition. Uh you're exactly right, TJ. Go back as far as you can think and try to find a team that has won the super bowl without an elite pass rusher or at least two dogs on the d-line thank you very much thank you very much that's a good point i i i i cannot i cannot okay i mean even i mean think about this i mean just go back go back to like the super bowl era go back to the time where you know like these teams have won the super bowl you, you see some dogs out there hunting you see some dogs so i I just man you you got to have a dog out there and i think i think it's time for the saints to really like draft i'm serious man draft a a a pass rush or try to trade for a pass rush now seriously if we talking about trying to make a, a run at this thing i man you gotta get it's rather you gotta get more production from from your guys up front or you gotta trade for somebody that can give you that type of production it ain't i'm sorry folks it ain't happening without no pass rush it's just not and especially out thin the saints are in the secondary you're going to have to be able to get some guys out here that can get to the quarterback i don't care what y'all think look the light that y'all think gonna come on is not coming on without pass rush period and man everybody wants to go out and get somebody else's rejects coaches better uh and play better because when peyton was here that's what they did sorry i'm not on this trading for somebody else train look i feel like this if there's somebody out here ant man then you go get them look let's let's uh break this thing down Ant man because i think i know what you're talking about here where ant man is referring to I, i think he'll be in favor of a trade i'm not trying to put words in your mouth bro i don't think he's not in favor of a trade but he's like he don't want desperation trading right if he if we're trading we getting something else like in return like something that you know you'd be like man like this thing right here man this this, this gonna work out right you know like I, I think about like von miller right so von miller got traded last year from the denver broncos to the to the rams that was so beneficial to them that dude coming on because you got to remember nfc championship game like who was the one that made that play you know what i'm saying like who, who got you know what I'm saying the rams the ball back it was von miller it was Von Miller. So when you can, so when you can get guys like that, when you can get guys like that, then it, it's worth it. But I, I, I do agree. I'm not in favor of desperation trading. Like, oh man, we just need somebody. Oh, Brad, Bradley Zappy is, is is beefing with Mac Jones. Oh man, we need to go get Mac Jones. I'm not I'm not in favor of that. I'm I'm just not. But if it's something something that can be beneficial, then I'm I'm all for that. Uh, If we do rebuild, shouldn't mind the cap hit Eagles, Texans uh, took big cap hits in their rebuild. Look, I don't I don't think nobody cares about that right now. Look, I don't look, I'm not I'm not book watching. Why? Why should like here's my question. Why should we be book watching? The Saints have shown us in the last two to three years, every time the NFL and the media writes them off, they always become cap compliant so why are we sitting up here talking about oh man we 50 million dollars against the cap next year man the saints were over 100 million dollars one year i mean come on man like how many times does this team have to show you that they know how to get in compliance with the cap right and how is it that we say man we ain't gonna listen to the media we ain't listening to them. we ain't listening to them and then all of a sudden and then all of a sudden when that happens then all of a sudden, like, man, well, the media said, well, well, we just kicking the can down the road. We just kicking the can. Well, it's rather you're going to believe the media and what they're telling you, or, or you're not, right? You, you're not going to pick and choose it just when, you know what I'm saying? It seems like things are bleak. Oh, I'm going to go with them now. Like, come on, man. Like, they've been telling you that this team has been written off for dead for, for years, and they always become cap compliant. I'm not concerned about that. So what you do whatever you take in order for your for in order for you to re, uh, rebuild this team to be a champion that we know it can be. If you enjoy the State of the Saints podcast, hit that like button and subscribe. Thank you, King Arthur. I appreciate that. Thank you, man. Uh let's see. Jermaine says, Hey, what up, TJ? Uh, what you think about the Miko Ryan's as a head coach? Uh, his name came up in the Saints news. Well, look, I like the Miko Ryans, he's doing an outstanding job. Uh, you know, and I think that you know last last week was not an indication of what he is as a defensive guy but I don't know man I just think based on how the league is going I would rather have an offensive minded coach because here's the thing rather it's Jameis rather it's Andy Dalton which I doubt rather it's Taysom Hill whoever or just a new guy that's coming in as a rookie I just feel like they would be more comfortable as a with an offensive play caller because look New new kid, you new kids on the block, rookie quarterbacks, young quarterbacks who just become franchise quarterback. Maybe they were backup. Like I look at a guy like Tyler Huntley, I just feel like they need guys that can see the field with them. I feel like you know first year guys, first year starters need to have like a, a whisper in their ear. And I just feel like the Saints need to go offense. So do we see the whole defensive thing? I, I just. I don't know man I'm just more comfortable with an offensive coach especially like the needs that we that we have right I just feel like we you know new quarterback you know like I I just think that you're gonna need offensive minded coach I mean that's just my opinion though I I don't know I, I like him I think he's gonna find a job but I don't know Jack Rabbit is available pick him up he knows the system uh, good evening. Uh, good afternoon, TJ. Uh, do you like what you saw from Alante uh, Taylor against the Cardinals? Yeah, I liked it. I like the the battle and the toughness that he had. You know, you you gotta have a level of toughness, aggression. Daddy. Uh, I think that he has. I think he has all of it. I think he does. Um, I mean, he won some. He won some of his matchups or whatever. But when you're going up against DeAndre Hopkins, arguably one of the best wide receivers in the game. Well, not arguably. Arguably you know i'm saying i guess you can say the best but um not one of the best but he's a really good wide receiver as we all know so that was a tough matchup and for him not to back down the way he did you got no choice but to be impressed let's see i agree ant-man getting our hopes up getting these veterans and either they get injured or just straight garbage I, i agree with that i i'm not i ain't talking about the desperation trade i'm about about trades that can actually turn your season around Saints about to reach out to ken crawley and bring him back probably will probably will that you know uh, i want to give teams the benefit of the doubt here when you're in the middle of a season and you know it's it's basically kind of do or die situations like you fighting for your playoff lives it probably is easier to get a guy that's already familiar uh with what you're doing versus a guy that you know probably around the same similar skill set as the guy you bring in but you'll have to teach them basically everything so i cannot understand where they're coming from with that uh everyone wants to fire people like uh, that's going to solve the issue right away bad organizations do that every year two years and they stay at the bottom we don't need that well look i just look <laughs> look i've seen guys just don't work out you know and you bring in another guy and they and they win games I've, I've seen that before all, all I'm saying is I, I, I don't think Dennis Allen is the answer that's the way I feel about it do, do I feel like you need to be firing coaches every year two years no 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 I don't but I feel like this is a very different situation and why I feel and why do I feel like this is because Dennis Allen is not an outsider he's an insider everybody in that organization for the most part I'll say about 75 80 percent of those players were on the team with Dennis Allen when he was the defensive coordinator last year so it, it should have been an easier transition because you know everybody everybody knows you everybody been around you like it, it's it's different versus a guy that you hire and it just he just stinks it up from to high heavens right I feel like you gotta be a, I think you gotta grade Dennis Allen on the curve like you got to, it, it's not a brand new coach. He's he's the new coach of the Saints, but he's not a brand new coach in this organization. So I just feel like to me, it's like he should have had a head start on all these new coaches out here, because you should have a level of respect from these players that these other these other coaches are trying to develop, right or wrong. So I, that's the way I look at. It. Am I am, am I in agreement of firing coaches year after you know a year or two into it? No, I am not but i think you have to look at this dude and grade him on the curve you got to look at the fact of what he has been doing his track record and his familiarity with the team so i can't grade him the same way i grade a you know uh you know one of these other guys that's been out here i I just can't It's, it's a different circumstances sean payton stepped down he didn't get fired so with that you know he had a good infrastructure we all agreed that they had a good infrastructure what's the only common denominator here is him being moved to the head coach just that plain and that simple if we had like a whole bunch of new coaches on his staff then i think i, I would agree with you and man but this dude been here um i speak into existence this week that rasheed uh, gets implemented into all four quarters uh, let's see Alante taylor is going to play cor- cornerback two and play lights out latimore jarvis will be back and uh, we will get at least two interceptions well that's a lot of positivity out there and we definitely need that um i do think they're going to implement rasheed shaheed a little bit more i've heard all the excuses last week oh it's a short week you know we only had these many plays we couldn't really go back to add some more plays to him and yada 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 well you had 10 days and you've seen what this dude can do and i'm pretty sure if you are the coaches that we hope that you are you uh, you pretty much have chopped up all this weber state footage so you should be able to have at least a, a couple packages for the young man in order for him to be as successful as he's been over these last couple of games uh have you heard if mighty at least out there practicing or even on the sidelines uh, that's a bad look if you're injured i understand but support these young guys it makes him look uh disengaged uh from the team I, i've already mentioned it like i i look i understand you hurt but you michael freaking thomas okay uh your word means something is something that you will be able to see you'll be able to maybe talk to the young guys and stuff like that i just think that there's there's certain things that you want to see from guys who are who are leaders on your team or guys that are top guys on your team and i just feel like you know it, i just feel like if you're not going to play at least be out there on the sidelines for for moral support like at, at least at least you know at least do that uh who that i love elante taylor film study loomis who makes a great trade loomis simmons <laughs> jimmy graham yeah that was a good one that was a good one no i got max unger Uh, got Max Unger in there right and if I'm not mistaken nah nah I mean you got Max Unger but you also got Stephon Anthony but uh, I guess let's see I hope to uh, hate to say it but we miss PJ Williams toughness Mickey Loomis has totally hurt this team Jimmy Jimmy uh, G trade the Mario trade the Mario Davis didn't get traded to the Saints he got signed by the Saints if I'm not mistaken right? If I'm not mistaken, he got he got uh he, he he got signed by the Saints. I think you're talking about Jonathan Velma. Jonathan Velma got traded uh with the Saint by the Saints. Uh hold on. Uh, let's see. Uh Brandon Cooks got traded to the us uh to the Rams. Yeah, I think the Saints uh traded um Brandon Cooks to the Patriots, and the Saints got something in return. Not trading for Deshaun Quan Alexander. Oh, Quan Alexander got signed by the Saints. I don't, oh, yeah, yeah, he did get traded. He got traded, yeah, that was a good one, too. I forgot about that one. I'm, I'm thinking about uh, him coming back to the Saints, but yeah, you're right. He got traded in the middle of the season, uh, and his first game, ironically, was against the 49ers, Demario Quan and Jackrabbit. Hey, TJ, uh, you should check out uh, the Boot Tragedy's YouTube channel he made a film study on Alante taylor yeah i'm familiar with uh the boot tragedies um I, I i check them out from time to time they do really good work over there man so shouts out to them uh, let's see uh jimmy graham from uh for max uncle yes yeah, that was the best jack Rad would be a great addition plus uh <laughs> he acclaimed uh the system uh must come pretty cheap like i said i don't think i don't have any problem with that i, I don't but uh <laughs> i just said smoking on instagram live might be a red flag uh we all uh ready uh don't have draft picks and now we want to trade away what we already have uh i can't understand y'all it's laughable what i hear now uh in these saints podcasts wow well look here's the thing are you trying to win now or are you trying to win down the road teams are trying to win now you think like honestly man look around you man you you look at the Denver Broncos, they gave up first-round picks for Russell Wilson. Now, did it pan out? No, but you, you see them, you know what I'm saying, really trying to aggressively win it all. Deshaun Watson with the Houston Texans, look what the Browns gave up. They gave up their first-round picks. So all I'm saying is, man, while y'all sitting up here trying to stack draft picks, you got the Rams and stuff like that giving away first- and second-round picks to bring in top-notch talent and winning super bowls i mean we talk about building teams and yes i look i am a i am a team builder i feel like you need to build through the draft you basically how they did in 2017 but the way that the nfl is structured right now these people don't care like seriously they do not care do you think the denver broncos care seriously do you think they care okay we we made this trade we made this deal uh to acquire peyton manning you know what i'm saying like we we got peyton Manning. Okay, we gave this, that, and the third up for him. Okay, fine, whatever. But we won a super, We went to back-to-back Super Bowls. We lost 1-1-1. Man, these, they do not care. These, these teams do not care. Like, while we sitting up here trying to hold on to draft picks, how, did, how them draft picks worked out for us over the last couple of years there? I mean, you want to tell me about the greatest hits of Peyton Turner and, and, and Marcus Davenport? So regardless of if you have these first-round picks, it it still take you years to try to find a guy like a i'm about winning now okay if we talking about like we we've already seen let's like like let's break this thing down in 2017 the saints produced one of the greatest draft classes of all time how many super bowls did they get in the process seriously all every last one of them dudes could be cornerstone players every last one of them and all all, all of them basically almost living up to being cornerstone like right Trey Hendrickson out there was like what third in the league in sacks last year for the Cincinnati Bengals before Marcus Williams got hurt he was leading the league in interceptions right Alvin Kamara one of the best running backs in the league Marshawn Lattimore you know what I'm saying shut down corner like how many how many drafts are you getting like that how many and how many Super Bowls did it bring to New Orleans so while we sitting up here trying to stack up draft picks you got other teams out here that's really willing, willing to risk the house, the cause, the kids, and the dog to make sure that they win. Like, I don't care about draft picks. If if your draft, if you can give away a draft pick, they can bring you a guy that's going to help this team win a division at the end of the day. Do you care? Think about this: the Saints gave up their first round picks to the Philadelphia Eagles to acquire a closer pick to grab to draft chris alave for the exception of the saints being terrible how many of us would take back that draft pick and that draft decision right now based on what chris alave has done for this team how many teams are aggressively trying to win it all they're not trying to win oh we we, we in, in, in 2026 2027 we gonna win it all now they trying to win now i want to win now i ain't trying look we don't know what four or five years down the line gonna look like we don't know i agree tj with what you said but i don't think the person is out there for what uh we have to give up for him so you telling me if the saints trade for bradley chubb for a fourth round pick you don't think that's worth it? i do i mean we we think like we think about second round and third round picks. Uh, hold on. Hold on for one second. all right sorry about that folks (laughs) let's see uh but yeah let's see uh think positive for once anybody but winston and dalton next year (laughs) Uh, i think the offensive coordinator would be better for the role you're talking about yeah I, i agree i just think offensive coach would be better for what you actually need at this particular time i try to think positive but it's hard Taylor went up against Hopkins, but I can't lie. Hopkins looked rusty as hell, but he did a decent job. Yeah. I mean, look, take it for what it worked. We are the third best office in the league after the Chiefs in, the buff- in Buffalo uh, with practice squad wide receiver A.K. and Taysom. Uh, this defense uh, needs to wake up. I agree, Tim. Thank you for the five dollars. It will be nice for them to wake up. I mean, it seemed like the offense got themselves together and the defense now they need emotional support. Uh, we should activate Howard from the practice squad and give him some carries. Uh I I don't based on what I seen last week. If you want to do that, that's fine. But I don't think Mark Ingram ran the ball that bad, you know. But I, I get what you're saying. I mean, who knows, man? I mean, pretty sure we'll probably see him and then he'll end up getting signed by somebody else because he run for 75 yards or something elante allowed one catch that game he replacing the d-boy at cornerback two we'll see we'll see man i'm i'm not trying to overreact off one game but let's see and let's also see you know if he can stay healthy seems like da is using cleaning products from the dollar general i ain't gonna lie man some of the best cleaning products come from dollar general so i can't even say that <laughs> And see, I understand what you're saying, TJ. But seeing what DA is doing or not doing, we need a head coach that can be a head coach first and foremost. Don't matter offensive or defensive minded. Yeah, I'm more comfortable with offensive minded coach based on what what we need. I, I think that it kind like Sean Payton's offensive philosophy helped Drew Brees to become a legend, right? I think you know what I'm saying it took two to tango, but if let's just say for example, if the Saints would have went defense and got another defensive coach would drew Brees have gotten off to the start he got off to early in his saints career who knows man tell me why i thought my son was just calling me <laughs> uh, uh let's see uh who that y'all yeah man i guess you're talking about when, when paxton called me but let's see brian kelly brian kelly done developed more respect than him in less than a year yeah that's crazy right uh, I want us to trade for John Johnson, very underrated safety. Oh yeah, he is pretty good. Saints should trade for Jonathan Abram. Why? Wow, so he can be on the sidelines too. See, <laughs> Jonathan Abram's kind of injury prone. Uh, TJ, do you trade uh, Callaway for help in other areas since Shaheed has flashed? That's a good question. Based on what I've seen from the Saints wide receiver group, you're taking one hell of a risk right now, buddy. Because <laughs> these boys can't stay healthy for nothing, but if you feel like somebody else can bring it, you can bring in that can help you in other areas there's a little bit that's been lacking maybe something to look at especially if you know you might not sign them next year which i would i would sign i would sign Callaway before i sign jarvis landry back uh yukaneer's former receiver is waived from the Texans practice squad abram trash in my opinion he's just a linebacker playing safety let's see so we claimed him uh i believe we still have a solid team da needs to go back to the defensive coordinator he's not built for the head coaching position it looks that way ryan i ain't gonna lie to you i'm gonna stroll down a little bit i'm gonna take a few more then i gotta get up out of here folks uh chosen says i know one thing that shaheed has speed i think he recorded the fastest saints time as well hopefully we get some packages also Uh, hopefully uh, we get to see some return uh, opportunities well i think he had one that he could have uh, busted large uh he could have had a huge game last game but i think he slipped you know he got tackled by a turf monster which is another reason like we, we all know that uh sean payton he was big on them cleats so i'm pretty sure he probably would have hit his head on a goal post because sean payton would have told him to put some different spikes in but yeah I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing some of the opportunities that the young man get i think he deserves it man he uh, he has the Midas touch right now everything he touched turned to go every every time he touched the ball it turns into a touchdown so you know that's that's just the way that it is uh Penning will be a stud so I'm happy this draft class coming uh you can get a, a quarterback a lot of potential in quarterbacks yeah they got some they got some quarterbacks out here that a lot of people probably wouldn't mind having on their team next year you know that that's probably like a, a backup or something like that. That's like a, a backup or something like that. Let's see. Uh, Penning was a beast in the run uh, before he went down. Yeah, I think that you're going to see that, and especially if the Saints, if they transition to a to a run first team, you know, I think that it, you know, I think that he's gonna fit in uh just fine, especially like since you know they kind of, you know, been doing some really good things with the run. And uh, finally, we'll go to my dog Said TJ has a point about breeze having a great offensive minded coach to help him become great. If DA has a chance to do the same, he needs a once in a lifetime defensive player or players. Yeah, pretty much, you know, like you need somebody that's going to be able to attack that quarterback. And like I said, I'm not real big. I'm kind of like Ant-Man, you know, I'm not about the desperation trades once again, but if you have somebody out there that can help you with the pass rush, it's going to help everything else. It's gonna help the secondary man. If you got a dude out there that's the man in a double team, you got two dudes out there, honestly, that's the man in the double team. The problem is the ones that you're relying on to be the future of your franchise can't even get off a one on one. So yeah, I, I'm a big, I'm a big believer. And if there's somebody out there that can help you, look, if he can if they, you got a guy out there right now that can give you 10 sacks, you're not gonna take him like 10. If he can't give you 10 sacks, it, heck right now okay towards the end of the season if he can give you at least eight so you telling me you want to take that right now eight games into the season that's a sack of that's a what, a sack a game you know i guess you got 17 games but that's almost a sack of game right so who like who wouldn't want that I, I would take that especially since you know none of these guys can get home they couldn't get home with gps right now but thank you all so much for checking out the state of the saints podcast really do appreciate it uh be sure to subscribe to the youtube channel which is youtube.com search the state of the saints podcast uh also on facebook.com search the state of the saints podcast please hit the like button before you go and previous episodes available on itunes spotify iHeartRadio, and anchor FM. till next time all i gotta say is See next time. say who that who that who that daddy